Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice, and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello, queen. I'm so excited that you're here. Yes, this is a very special episode. Um, I'm going to be sharing with you my story, and I really just want to share my heart in all of this and be raw, real, and vulnerable. And if you know me, vulnerability is only happens in me and through me through the grace of God. It is not something that just naturally comes to me. However, I am here to untame and unchain you and be the vessel and allow God to use me in the best way of my ability and put aside what I think and really just come to you and that you feel the connection and that you know that you're not alone and bringing you the tools that you feel empowered to create the change in your life. Because you and I both know it takes a whole community to create the change in our life. And if and where you are at currently in your life, if you're not happy, then it's going to require you to do some different things. And when it requires us to do some different things, sometimes we don't always know where to go, where to start or even begin. Or if you're anything like me, when I first discovered podcasts, I was in the darkest, most broken place. I didn't even understand a lot of this. And when I entered the world of podcasts, then my whole world fell apart because I discovered and uncovered that so many of the beliefs that I had and what I was doing were came from other people. They weren't even mine. So I have like an identity crisis of who am I, what am I doing and why am I doing the things that I am doing? And that is really one of the biggest reasons that I'm doing this podcast. I want to give back. I want to be the woman that comes into your life and hands you the tools and really empowers you, opens your perspective, shifts your perspective, shifts your focus in how you see yourself and that you really truly begin to see yourself and have the truth revealed of how God and who God has created you to be. Because let me just tell you this queen right now, you are magnificent. You are fearfully and wonderfully recreated. God has placed so much potential on the inside of you. And until you really dig in and you allow it to be uncovered and discovered, you're coming from a place a lot of times that isn't yours. And so that is something that I do with my clients. I love and I support and we peel back those layers that are lies and that have become your truth that you thought are your truth, but are they your truth? And a lot of times, and many times they're not. We walk through the generational traumas. We walk through the generational curses. We walk through the pains and traumas that have happened in your life. And it's really discovering who you are, who did God create you to be? What's all within you? It's like opening all these little presents and really getting to 
open it up and release and have you step into the potential that God has placed on the inside of you. It's the very thing that just makes the juice in my veins just pump it out. I am so passionate about it. But not only do I want you to listen, I want you to have the tools to truly create this change in your life. Let's join hands and let's create the change. Let's make the waves and you bring forth your gifts and your potential and what God has called you to do. And let's do this together. We are meant for relationships. We are meant to do life together. It's better together. Have you had this burning desire? You just know that you're made for so much more, but you just really can't Figure out what it is, yet this burning ache doesn't go away. It's the very thing. It feels like a pebble in your shoe. And sometimes it's even painful because you feel so very frustrated. That's something that I help my clients with as well. And you're also going to just really discover a lot of different things as I also bring on incredible women who are very gifted and who are going to bring you some tools. And as you hear their stories, you connect with them. And through all of this, I just want to bring in a whole new world and this is really, this is a place where I want to give God all the glory for my story and all that is happening in my life and be the vessel that he wants me to be, to be used now. So let's go back to my childhood. I was born and raised in a very strict religion. It was the Amish culture. Now, let me just tell you, if you Google Amish because you don't know what Amish is, which most of you do know what Amish is, or you have a whole bunch of stories wrapped around the Amish culture, you most likely don't know a whole lot of truths. If you do, then you know where I'm coming from. This is the simplest and the fastest way that I say about the Amish culture. Amish are humans, just like everybody else. They are not perfect and they all have different rules depending on where they live and where they come from. Now, when you leave the Amish culture, you have a shunning that happens and it is different in every different community. So when I left 11 years ago, I was still married at the time with my family. I did lose all of my family and friends at that time. Now there has been restoration that has happened and I have an incredible relationship with my family. Now my brother is actually my mentor in my life and I am, it's just my parents and then my brother and I, who are six years apart. When you grow up in the Amish religion and you are a woman, you are not to be seen. You are not to be understood. Hello, have we met? I am Leona Schrock. I am here creating a podcast where I am seen and I am heard. I always say that God uses you in very places that you have been broken down and shut down the most. And so that isn't even, that's only the beginning of my place of my life where my voice was not. And so there's a lot of shame and there's a lot of guilt and there's a lot there's a lot of um, where you're suppressed. You don't know who you are. Everybody's kind of supposed to be the same person. You're you're told how to think, how to act, how to be, so to speak. And so when we left, because I realized at that time of us leaving that their truth is not a biblical truth and that we are saved by the grace of Jesus Christ and not because of some rules that we are following we left. And when we left, we had to rebuild our life, which as I said, at the time I was married, had my three kids. And when we left, 
Um, my youngest one was four at the time. And so when she went back to school, I began my cleaning business. Now, prior to before we left the Amish community, I'm going to backtrack a little bit with that one. I have been going to counseling and let's backtrack a notch more me growing up the household that I grew up on. And I want to touch this as I do teach a lot on inner child healing and the importance of it. The household that I grew up in, I lost my mom emotionally at the age of nine. I don't have memory of what she was like before that. My brother said, if you don't remember our mother before that, then you don't truly know our mom. And so my memory that I have was basically going from, she went in the hospital with a broken bone to, she reacted to a medication. And from then on, my journey was when I went to school, I can still remember getting off the bus thinking, what's, what kind of mood is my mom going to be in today? Is she going to be happy? Is she going to be sad? Will she not want to eat? Does she not want to live? Does she need a different medication? Will we be needing to take her in again? And whenever we had to take her into the doctor's appointments. I never knew was my mom going to come home that day or in a week or in two weeks or in a month or six weeks. I didn't know what was going to be. There was so many unknowns that were happening. However, what I did know that my life was a roller coaster and there was a place of her emotions, but there wasn't a place for my emotions. And so I always joke and say I had the best psychology school that there was to have at the age of nine because I learned the human behavior. I learned, I learned the emotional roller coaster ride of the depression, the anxiety, and the suicidal thoughts, and happiness, and sad, and the anger, and the split personalities, and how to fix things very quickly and how to communicate and help her through what she was going through and which was good. And it was bad all at the same time, because when you're a fixer, when you grow up and you become an adult, you tend to try to be in control of everything and fix everything. And that is not, that is not what humans truly desire is to be fixed. So with that being said, later on, as I got married at the age of 19 and a half, I had my firstborn at 20 and a half. So I currently now have a 20 year old, an 18 year old and a 16 year old. And so fast forwarding, before we left the Amish culture, I went through a very dark time. That's where I found the truth in the Bible. And I started going to counseling and she started teaching me about letting go and letting God. And she gave me a lot of help. She gave me a lot of insight and thank goodness for her, because had it not been for her, I was in such a dark place in my life at that time where I had an eating disorder and I was starving myself. I didn't want to live anymore. I was depressed. I was anxious. I had panic attacks and I did not have anybody in, I had lost everybody that was in my life at that time that was close to me. And so thank goodness I had one person who reached out to me and she's like, I highly recommend you go to this counselor. Um, please give it a try one time. And I remember crying and saying to her, this is the last straw. I, I don't want to live anymore. If she can't help me, I can't do life anymore. And so I went and she did, she did help me. I remember sitting the very first session I sat in her room and I looked at her and she looked at me and she said, well, are you going to begin to tell me what's going on? And I was so shut down and I was so broken down and my trust was so shattered. I didn't even know where to begin. And I remember she looked at me and she said that 
everything that everything that gets said stays in this room and I can't make you talk. You're going to have to make a choice to share with me and start somewhere. And I, I realized I was going to require me. I was just didn't know how to even get it out of me. And so she helped me in fast forwarding when we left the Amish community and I was building my cleaning business again and the kids were going to school and what kind of looked on the outside of the perfect family was not the perfect family behind the scenes. However, remembering that when you grow up Amish, image is everything. And so I was so taught and trained to never let anybody see anything on the other side of myself. So let's paint the white picket fence. Look, let's make everything look beautiful. Let's make everything look perfect. I might be dying on the inside. I might be broken. The The whole household can be blowing up. But if I see you face to face, I can put on an instant smile and I can talk to you and I can pretend that nothing is going on on the inside of myself. Meanwhile, I was in an emotionally abusive marriage. And so fast forward that in that the three years ago, I ended the marriage just the fall before I ended our marriage. I was the, well, let's backtrack a little bit more that summer before I ended our marriage, I was in a dark spot once again, and I didn't know what to do because I had, I had started counseling again previously and counseling was not it wasn't giving me the tools that I needed. I felt like I was hitting a brick wall because I'm the type of person, if I go in and I pour my heart out to you, then I want some tools of where to go and how to move forward. I don't want to sit and talk about this forever. I want a solution. I'm very solution oriented. And so she would kind of go through and I tried different counselors and they would all kind of like come back with what I'm going through. So long story short, I felt like I hit a brick wall and my best friend invited brought me into the world of personal development. And that is where I fell down the bunny rabbit hole of podcasts. And literally my world kind of fell apart because I was like, oh my gosh, like everything that I do and that I think in the way that I am is all made up of the, the way that I grew up, the environment that I was in and the belief systems. Who am I? Like, who am I truly? And who is Leona and why do I do what I do? And I went down this really dark hole of really uncovering and discovering. And I felt actually betrayed at the time because I was like, I don't even know who I am. And I've been doing all these things my whole life, but they've been created out of habit. They've been created by how I've been taught and the way that I should do things doesn't mean it's aligned with who God has created me to be. So in the world of podcasts, I began to obsessively listening, listening to podcasts. And in that fall, I had connected because in the beauty of podcasts, and you'll see this, you'll find people on social media and you start connecting with them. You follow them, you connect with them. They have events. And that's what I mean by podcast opens a whole new world of opportunities. And so in this, I was listening to this podcast and I happened to found, find this girl on Instagram and she so happened to have an event. I so badly wanted to go, but I was so scared. I was so shy. I was so broken. I didn't like to even comment at that time on social media was like, would give me extreme anxiety. And so to hence the fact that I now run my business off social media, I'm telling you seriously, the way that God will use you and I in the very areas. And so 
I, I pondered on it and I went in circles and I had anxiety and I was like, I want to go to this. I want to go to this. I want to reach out to her. Cause she had this whole thing. Like she had discount tickets, but you had to reach out to her to earn a discount ticket. And I remember sitting on my bedroom floor and I was shaking all over and I messaged her and I was so scared. And she messaged me back and she gave me a discount ticket. And, um, I booked my flight and it was out to California and I got in a huge fight with the kid's father at that time. He did not want me to go um, just like everything else without getting into it. Long story short, I flew across the country and I walked into a room of 1500 women, not knowing a single soul, extreme anxiety. My heart was like beating so fast and my palms were sweaty and I, I wanted to back out, but I had come this far and what was I going to do, but walk into this room. And so I walked into the room and I was there for, it was two days and there was speakers on stage. And just being in the presence of all of these women and being loved and being and starting to connect with women who dreamt bigger, had bigger visions, weren't there to wrong you, but were there to love you. It was a whole new world that was opened up. And then I went to one of the dinner events because if you want to have a bigger impact, when you get into smaller groups, that's where your bigger connections happen. And I was scared once again, of course, the whole thing scared me. And so I was like, okay, if you're going to do this, if you're going to go, you're going to do this all or nothing. And so I also went to a dinner event. And when I went to a dinner event, I created more connections. And that's actually where I had met two of my coaches. My one coach, we still joke because of the dark place that I was in. And it was so unlike my personality. It was so unlike everything about me. Yet the very thing when I saw her, I remember I was like, she's beautiful. And my awkward self, when I met her, because I was like, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk, whatever. I am going to talk to her. Even though I felt unqualified, I felt unworthy. I didn't feel like I should even make it known that I'm there because that's the dark place that I was at. And I was so scared to use my voice. There was a fire on the inside of me that God had placed within me to to move forward, to take action. And so she happened to walk over by our table and I made the comment to her that I love her booty. Hello. And what possessed me to even say that? Oh my gosh. I remember I like shocked myself, but that's what happens when you be, when you sit in the presence of others who are, who freely express themselves and are vibrant and are on fire for life. That is contagious. And so we laughed about it. She turned around and she was like, thank you. And we gave each other a hug and we began to talk and we had, a, that's where the connection, that's where our relationship with that one totally began. So now we have a memory of our connecting our relationship starting from a very awkward, but funny place. And so when I came back from that event, everything began to really shift and change in my life. I then hired a coach because I was done with it. I was like, I was sick and tired of feeling lonely, feeling overwhelmed, feeling broken, feeling like I'm trying to make all these things happen in my life but I don't know where to start. I don't, I need somebody there that's going to hold my hand because I was so scared. I felt so broken. And I knew that at the time that my marriage was falling apart and I was desperately trying to find the evidence that I knew that I had been 
being cheated on, but I couldn't find the evidence no matter which route that I was traveling to do so. And I also knew that I wanted to create something different for my life and for my children. My children were a big reason of my why. So in December, the weekend before Christmas, finally I had the evidence that I was looking for that he indeed in fact was cheating. So I ended my marriage at the end of that. I ended my marriage that year the weekend before Christmas. And so going into the new year, I had a coach and I really knew that I needed a lot of inner healing to happen. And so I began to work with her in my, and she was coaching me. I was attending masterminds. I was attending coaching classes and I began to see that I wanted to be a coach. The change that was happening in my life, I wanted to give that to other women. So I poured into going to, into the retreats and doing the classes and becoming educated enough that I could launch my own business and I could begin to create this change in other women's lives. So we're going to fast forward a year after. After the divorce in January, my daughter had begun to pass out and I had made her an appointment because it was COVID. They couldn't get her in right away in March. And in January, we had, I had sold our house and I moved my family into a rental. We had a barn fire and the trauma of the barn fire sent her over the, her health over the edge, which turned into be a blessing in disguise. For I took her in that next week into the ER, and from the ER, we went into Rainbow's Babies and Children, into the ICU, and I was met with a team of doctors to find out that my daughter is going to be diagnosed with a life and death severe aplastic anemia. Now, if you don't know what that is, that is when your bone marrow literally quits reproducing and you have to have a bone marrow transplant in order to live. And she is 16 at the time. And so I'm a single mom and um, her, their father is not in the picture and there's COVID and there's not anybody else allowed in there except for one other visiting person, which ends up being her brother. We all get tested. Her brother is a hundred percent perfect match. We go on to the journey and it takes the whole year between going in and out of the hospital from one to two times a week. And to some, we had like a five, almost six week stay when her bone marrow transplant was, there was family and friends who supported who were there. I will say when I walked through that time though, I was in such a dark place that when it was my child leaving the Amish and starting my life over after divorce, rebuilding our life, because also when I went through divorce, I had to build our family back up financially because we were in a we were in a bad spot financially and I had dug us out of bankruptcy previously still in our marriage. And then after our marriage split and I went through a divorce, I had to rebuild our family again financially. And so when walking through all of those things, when it hit that my child got sick, I went through a very dark place. I felt very betrayed by God. I I went into the darkest of darkest holes and I pushed everybody out and I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to let people see me not be okay in life anymore. I didn't know how to handle what was going on. I was meeting with a team of doctors every morning to make life and death decisions of what is the best thing to do for my daughter's health. 
these were decisions that I did. I went through medical boot camp so unbelievably fast. It was like having buckets of information dumped on me on the daily of trying to grasp and trying to figure out. And looking back, I know it was only through the strength of God and the wisdom that he gave me that I got through that what I did and the prayers of everybody around me and the community that stepped in to help us walk through this storm. Because when you see your daughter, your child fighting for her life and you can't fix it. It is one of the darkest places that you'll ever visit in your life. And then on top of that, you're a single parent who is trying to grapple. And I just felt like, God, how could you, how could you, when I already went through all of these things and now we are faced with this. And I now joke today because I say like, I was the child where God didn't make it happen. He allowed me to walk through it and he said, it's going to be boot camp. I need you to learn in one year what most people learn in 10 years. I know you're not going to like it, but you're going to come out on the other side and you're going to have learned so much. And it really was a refining process of who I was because at the end of that year, I reached an all-time low spot once again in my life. And my kids sat me down and they they were like, mom, you're not being you. You're not making wise decisions. You're not the ins inspirational person that you were motivational. You were always reaching other people. You were always helping other people. You were creating an impact. And it really was that jolt of reality of having my three kids sit down in tell me the very things that I've taught them in life. And so in January, I sat down and I resurrendered my whole life to God. And I was like, God, it is no longer about what is my will, but what is your will in life? And I said, I will now surrender to taking my calling because right before my daughter had gotten sick with her um, severe aplastic anemia, I had just launched my coaching business. And so when she got sick, I quit. I put it to an end, which I didn't quit. I put it on, put it on pause because I wasn't emotionally ready to, if I wasn't there for myself, how could I be there for anybody else? And I felt like I failed. And I also didn't want my calling in all honesty. I wanted nothing to do with it. And that's why the last part of, of the end of where her sickness was, where things where I wasn't as busy with her in the hospital anymore, why I was so angry because God was nudging me to go step back into the coaching world. And I didn't want to, I didn't want my calling. I was angry. I was like, I began it and it got taken away when my daughter got sick. Why would I go try this again? Why would, who am I to help other women? Look at me now. I'm a hot mess. I don't have anything together. I'm angry at you. I don't want anything to do with you. And I failed my family. Why would I want to coach women? And so I went, when I went down that dark spot and then then when my kids sat me down and then coming over here and I surrendered and I told God, it is no longer my will, but it is your will. And I said, if you truly want me to do this coaching business, then I'm going to need a faith and business retreat to go to. I'm not on social media at this time, the whole year, pretty much almost the whole year it, that my daughter was sick. I got off social media. And so I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen. I'm not even ready to go back on social media. I want nothing to do with it because I was still in my fear state. And so I had, 
on a podcast that I had listened to, she had presented that she, um, she sends text messages of encouragement and I found her website and I went on her website and I signed up for her text messages. I sign up on Mondays and Thursdays. I'm sitting by my hairdresser and I get a text message that says for a faith and a business retreat. And I'm like, what? And I knew right in that moment that I had to go, but of course I, I fought with God and I was like, I can't, this is too soon. This is too early. All my fears and all of my anxieties came up immediately. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be too big of an investment. I don't know if I can do this. And so I made myself reach out. I slept on it and I couldn't go, it wouldn't go away. I made myself reach out and had a team call, had a coaching session with one of her team members for an hour. And we talked and it was like for me to stand on the edge of that cliff and make a decision, you know, what am I going to make it? What decision am I going to make for my family and their future? Am I going to keep going in freaking circles like a hamster on a wheel in fear? Or am I going to take this big plunge? I literally just surrendered my life to God and I literally told him to do with what he wants. And I want a family and base family and business retreat and it gets delivered to me. Now I'm going to resist it. Okay. So I said yes to her paid for the retreat. And within an hour, what I had paid for the retreat, my accountant had called me and said, I'm getting in a tax return. So yes, when you say yes to God, you say yes to more than that. You say yes to doors opening that you didn't see becoming open. And so I went down to that retreat and I got hot seat coaching one-on-one -on -one because when I went down there, that was, we didn't have to take it, but I was like, once again, I'm doing this. I'm going all in. If I traveled this far, if I invested this much money. So I told her, I said, um, the second day I was like, are you doing hot seat coaching? Cause she had different teachers coming in and there was probably like, I don't know, I'm guessing between 16 and 20 women in the room. And I was so nervous. And I went up to her and she said, yes, I am. And we were ready to go for lunch. And we came back from lunch and She's like, well, Leona said she's ready to do hot seat coaching and bam, I was sat in front of that room of women and became the most vulnerable that I knew. Like it was so scary. It was so, it felt like I could throw up, but that is where so much transformation happens. And that's what really opened my eyes to me fully stepping into being a coach because when you sit in support, in love, in the presence of other women, they hold that place and that space to help you heal when you become so raw and real and those inner childhood pains come out and that trauma comes out and God has created you and I for connection and relationship. And that is what I want you to see is when you are praying to God for things, remember he uses humans, he uses you and I. And so the way that I walked into that retreat, the way that I walked out was a completely different person. And I came home and I launched my coaching business and I hired a coach and I began to coach women began to, um, and working with different women, different clients. I've created different courses. I've created different events. And in all of this, one of the biggest things that I want to say to you that whatever God has placed in your heart, whatever that you have gone through, wherever you have been, don't disqualify yourself. Don't disqualify 
disqualify yourself. God wants to use you. He wants the glory for your story. There is gifts on the inside of you. He has placed so much within you. Yes, in our calling, we will be crushed. That is diamonds are made under pressure. For a diamond to get on the ring of a finger, did you know there's a whole process where the diamond gets cut and it's made under pressure and it's polished and it's shined? Well, guess what, queen? You're a diamond and it goes through the same process for you and I, and God wants to use you and wants to impact you in one of the most powerful ways. And so I just want to bring as many women on. I want you to take a hold of my hand, borrow my belief. If you need to reach out to me, let's do one-on-one coaching or come into my group coaching sessions. Let's make 2023 a completely different year for you. Let's create the change. Let's bring out that inner little girl that is just bursting to do the things. She has this belief. She knows that God has made her to do big things. Let's heal all versions of you so you can totally, abundantly, phenomenally, vibrantly, passionately, truly, authentically step into who God has called you to be. Come on, queen. Let's do this. I see you. I love you. And let's create a beautiful wave for God's kingdom in this world. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.